Everyone else yeah, hello and welcome everybody to the Cross Ice Feed. It is Stanley Cup Finals time, and yeah, we're kind of late to the party, but uh, Game 1 has come and gone, and boy, what a thriller that was. For those of us that actually stayed up and watched it, uh, let me see, counting between everybody in this room, I think I was the only one that Some did stay up and watch it. Some of us had to work, and yeah. can't work from home. Hey, listen, come on, easy. I don't work in an air-conditioned office. I know, you work out in a tent. Or in your underpants like this guy does. Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> Well, triple overtime was the way it had to be settled in game one, and it was a fun game one to watch. Uh, that was the most entertaining overtime, well, sets of overtimes I've seen in a long time. Fifth longest overtime game in Stanley Cup final history. And guess what? Um, Shrems, you and I were both wrong on predicting who would be going to the Stanley Cup finals. Rob, you were noncommittal to a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> That's my life. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Phil... Yeah, Phil was way off too. I think he had it pretty much pegged at uh, you know uh, Chicago and Pittsburgh or L.A. and Pittsburgh as well. And Dave, you were just so I don't know, but we'll get to you in a little bit. But um, game one, <laughs> going back, you know, we're talking game one. Uh, it was a very goalie-oriented uh, Stanley Cup final, and it was um, as we have people leaving here at the party. Uh, Thank you for coming. Uh, so, <laughs> game one, I didn't see it going that way. 3-1 Boston into the third period, and then next thing you know, Chicago mounts a huge comeback. And Andrew Shaw, a guy who I discredited in the last podcast, if you remember correctly here, that uh, I just really didn't see much coming out of him, except for his physical presence out there on the ice, and he gets the game-winning goal. Surprise to me. Chicago was a little bit more well-balanced than Boston. I think... I like Boston as a more well-balanced team than Chicago. I don't know what they have. They have four, two scoring lines, a grinder line, and then a, a goon line, if you will. Yeah. I like that. I, th I feel more confident in that in the, in the Stanley Cup team. And but you gave more credit to Tuka Rask than you did to Corey Crawford. I've been doing that all season. I, yeah. I'm not a Crawford believer. I, I refuse to give him the credit he deserves. I think I join you in that, too. I really There's something about him that I just don't like. <laughs> Rask, yes. And, and And I've actually not had the time to really check this out because I've Thank God for Game Center because it's the only reason I actually got to see the nice game recap uh -huh. feature on that. You know, 11 minutes for the whole game. Perfect. <laughs> That's all you need to see, right? Let's condense uh, uh, two hockey games into 11 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I as as I remember it, um, at least two, if not all three goals, went high glove side on, on Crawford. Yes, they did. And, I mean, I just don't think his movement's all that great. And I think Rask played better. But when you saw... The overtimes, Boston had everything, and then just the fluke, you know, double tip. Yeah, it was a good it back happens. and forth overtime. Be between both sides, they both had their chances. But then what really surprised me was, uh, you know, just the, the penalties that came out towards the end of the game. And let's see, uh, Boston had two chances in overtime, and the parts that got me about those penalties uh, was that they were both for too many men on the ice. Now, that was a discipline issue if I've ever seen one. Having too many men on the ice in the first overtime, too many men in the second overtime, how did Boston not seal the deal with those two penalties? It's, it's a gift. It really is. And, and it's one of those things where you don't really, if you're a referee, you have to call too many men. I mean, it's, it's not one of those, those judgment yeah. calls that you can kind of let go for now. And they played the puck on both times, too. I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it was a mistake. It, was it clearly was a mistake. I don't know. They allowed the too many men in Pittsburgh back in, what, 2000? <laughs> 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 we'll get to Phil in a minute here, but yeah. Oh. Hey, Rob, really quickly, um, you know, your Kings are out in five games, you know, going to the Stanley Cup final. Um, 
being defending Stanley Cup champions, they came this far again to the Western Conference Finals. Where do you see this team going next year, and do they make any moves in the offseason to better themselves? Because, I mean, you guys <laughs> you have a great team. You really do through and through. <laughs> Kyle Clifford was one guy that shined uh, throughout, and Dustin Penner, too, out of nowhere. Oh, Shrem's going to say something. Yes. L.A., where, where, where do you think they're going there, Rob, just, real quick? You're not allowed to just make fun of Penner the whole time. No, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm, I'm going to interject <laughs> with something different. Uh -huh. Because it's a shortened season, do you feel as though you need to make changes? Is this just ah. one of those asterisk seasons where you just like, eh. Better question, yeah. I like that. No, I mean, um, I felt like Quick didn't really play all that well during the, you know, the shortened season. I mean, it's kind of mediocre, whatever. Um, I mean, at... He still played better than a lot of goaltenders in the league, but he didn't play like he could, mm -hmm. basically what it was. Um, I wouldn't really change much of anything other than just trying to get the guys healthy. I was actually, and one of the reasons I actually said this earlier with you guys was uh, why I didn't make a prediction last time we did a podcast was because as much as I really thought Chicago was going to win, I I didn't want them to. And I couldn't bring myself to actually say that, like, yeah, I think Chicago's going to win. But no, I, I, my, my Kings are my team. I really didn't want to say anybody was going to beat them, even though they still played like crap. There's not <laughs> much. There's not much to change out there. They, they have everything. They need to trade Bernier and get something for him while he's still valuable. I think so. Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's a good play. Um, I mean, he's a great backup goaltender, and I would hate to see him go. But I think we can find a younger backup goaltender to take his place that would be great Bernier's had very very few bad games with the Kings I think he got pulled once in the shortened season is is Jeff Zatkoff so, still in the season in the in the system or has he moved on to uh greener pastures that is something I would have to check on actually I'm not sure I want to say went to season, you don't see much Maybe of any he went to Pittsburgh I think he did you don't see much in the you know lower levels in the 48 game season. Well, you you, you don't, you don't need, need goaltending at the lower <laughs> level. You don't no. need to concern no. yourself with that right now. Let's I go. will say yeah. the, one, the one note I really do want to make um, for for the uh, shortened season and even into the playoffs, the one big player that I loved picking up in the shortened season was Tyler Toffoli. Hmm. Um, great young kid, had a few goals in the season, had a couple goals in the playoffs too, and was really a big pickup. Um, to yep. uh, to bring up for Manchester. And you have Tyler Toffoli for the next three years, but the one question on my mind is, out of all the restricted free agents, who do you keep? And you have two unrestricted free agents in the mix here. The restricted free agency uh, is going to be really heavy with L.A. here with Kyle Clifford, Trevor Lewis, uh, Jordan Nolan, and uh, let's see, Slava Voinov, I think, is a huge one that you have to sign. Alec Martinez. They'll sign all four of those, not Martinez. Well, he's, he's not, eh. not so much him. But then you got Keaton Ellerby, Jake Muzzin, who I, I think he's going to be remembered as the guy who got tossed into the bench by Chicago. <laughs> and uh, Jonathan Bernier, of course, is a restricted. I could, see, I could see Martinez and Muzzin going yeah. and maybe picking up another young defenseman and then maybe Bernier going. The rest of them will get signed, I think. Voinov, they'd be idiots for not signing Voinov. Oh, they're not big names, but they're important names. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing about the Kings is like, I mean, last year with the exceptions of, you know, Carter and Richards, nobody was a big name. Yeah, speaking of... Uh, maybe yeah. Doughty. Speaking of other things here, you know, we got our unrestricted free agents, and these are three ones that are kind of mystery men to me. Brad Richardson, I've always kind of been partial to him as a good, you know, finisher on the third, fourth line. I used to pick him up in fantasy all the time because he got those, you know, those mysterious points that came it's out a grinder. of grinder. Yeah, and I mean he had a hat trick once in a while, and it's, he did he did the job. But you then, don't even notice yeah. he's had two points in the last, you know, yeah. last game, and all of a sudden you got six more points, and you're like, 
yeah, I don't know where I got those fantasy points from, but apparently <laughs> it came from Richardson. But uh, Dustin Penner and Rob Scuderi are the other two. Uh, and we got our Pittsburgh uh, resident expert in here, and uh, he might want to get Rob Scuderi back for next year. Uh, <laughs> I do thank well, you for Scuderi for the last two yeah, years. Yeah, but way. yeah. You're that team needs a little help. And as, I, as, as I threw <laughs> it in a few Pittsburghers' faces, they were like, yeah, you can have him, whatever. And then we won the Cup, so it was just okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, L.A. not making too many changes. All right. Um, um, okay, I'm getting dirty looks here. Uh, yeah, dirty looks, really dirty looks. All right, moving on here. All right, they uh, went away. We're good. All right, they're gone. All right, let's move on into the Pittsburgh realm here. So L.A. rounding things out. Pittsburgh... Um, all right, so your your general manager wins GM of the year. Okay, all right, it's a forty eight game season. All right, and and in the same week goes out and signs his second best player in the league for nine million dollars. It's like nine, around nine point eight, I think, a year. Yeah, close to ten. Yep. So yeah, and, and oh, don't forget, he gave uh, Bilesma a two year extension too. He also gave. It's been a busy week for a losing team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here and I, I think this is what his uh, idea was. Um. Because once Pittsburgh got swept by Boston, which no one predicted, right? No one. Um, a lot of people. Okay, well, Strums, you. Were, I did. You you said Boston was gonna win. You didn't. Yeah, I think you said four one. Um, if you re- if I remember, I, I'm not sure, but everyone was calling for Bowser's job, right? And so I think Shira came out and to give the extension to all of the coaches. All three coaches got two years extensions on their contracts. Um, that's showing that he still has faith in those coaches, which some people don't. He also came out and said that Fleury is still going to be his number one next year. Um, that's ballsy. <laughs> it is ballsy. And Bowsman was still saying that they're going to stick with Fleury. He's young. Um, the problem with Fleury is that he, I, I think if he has another bad year, he's gone. Um, Shira said that they had a conversation and how he needs to really step it up a notch. Yeah. We're debating ages here. Yeah. Who? Flurry's twenty-eight. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He might be just turned twenty, I think. Mm, okay. He's gonna say one thing. Yeah. I, say I get, I'm getting really sick of these. Oh my gosh, you haven't won the cup. We're gonna fire the coach. Bullshit. Uh, you know, yeah, you're going to the extent where it's like Tortorella. It's no, like I mean, yeah, I understand that. Crazy. Yeah, but I, mean, I would nuts. take him as Tortorella my coach because he would stand up for me. No, no, no. I, as much as I love Tortorella and watching his post game interviews because they're entertaining oh, they're more great. than anything in the league, <laughs> you don't want that but guy behind the I'm, bench. I'm I'm so fed up with any time you don't win the cup within five years, we're going to change out the whole coaching staff, or we're going to fire the head coach and bring up an assistant coach, or we're going to fire the coach and bring up you know an interim coach from the minors. Your Pittsburgh fans are notorious for calling for that, and you've done it once or yeah. twice now, and other teams have done it a few times. I mean, Tortorella takes a team to second round conference finals for the last four years, and he gets fired. Yes, I know he's, you know, not a nice guy, but still, and the players are calling for it. But I mean, Bilesma, what'd you guys do last year? First round? Yeah, first round and Okay, out first with, round. Uh, still made yeah. the playoffs. Uh, first round before that. Won the cup before that with Bilesma halfway. Up two years. Stay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. F- first round, first round. It was cup. Lost in the second round to Montreal. Lost in the first okay. to Philly. Uh, first to Tampa. Tampa, then and Philly. then Philly. Yep, that's right. And then this year, this year. 
final, uh, conference final in Boston. Terrian was fired in 2009, So right? still not a bad record. To play devil's advocate, though, you have the two best players in the entire league. The face of the yeah. league is on your franchise for the next how many years? At least eight. You have Aginla, Neil, Latang, Malkin. Oh, loaded, uh, loaded. Just loaded to the gills. Still comes with me of you can't, you can't buy a cup. I don't care who you are. You can't buy heart. This isn't baseball. You can't buy a cup and you can't buy chemistry. We're not the Yankees here, right? No. Uh, Well, yeah. Um, And you know what? I I, I feel it was the right move. It was was done to calm everyone down. Um, It's just because with so many years of aspiration, so many years of we're, um, you know, cup favorite every year, especially this year when you had so many players um, that to get, even like even if they would have lost like four to two, gone to game seven, would have been different, but because they got swept, that's why it's like, okay, well, we need an immediate uh, action. Scoring two goals yep. in a whole series when you're averaging four a game yeah. in the other series, there was a problem. And you know what? I give you know, John might yell at me later, but uh-huh. I give kudos to Boston. I wasn't happy about it, but they played an excellent, excellent game. Rask was on his head mm. for a lot of that series. And it wasn't even goaltending. It was game two. Yeah, you could throw out goaltending. That 6-1 loss. Yeah, whatever. Baranowski's going to have your head for that. Uh, but 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 here here <laughs> let me let me let me throw this at you, you get if if correct me if I'm wrong you get eliminated last season by in, in one of the most ridiculous oh, playoff series like third highest in, scoring in history in, in yeah. the history of the league, you you enter yeah. the no, the year with the same goaltending the same goaltending that you know doesn't exist in the playoffs, <laughs> and you're going to continue with that next season. Yeah. How do you justify that as a fan? How as a fan as a fan you can't. Um, the, I guess there's the owners and the coaches are seeing something that Flurry can possibly have. I mean, when they went to the cup and it, when they went to the cup in 0809, <laughs> he was you know 13 and four, 13 and five in the playoffs, something like that. Right, but you had a and, coaching change that year too that just kind of changed the entire system. So like when I was thinking about the other day, I'm sitting there and like you know the year they won the cup, it was Tarian's team. Yes, he got fired, and they brought Bowsman. Bowsman brought that extra piece that needed to push him over, and that's what happened. They got to the cup finals again. They yeah. got the cup. Um, you know, ever since then, you know, defense has always been kind of a problem, and you know, maybe player discipline. Mm-hmm. So, um, like with Latang, I have a really bad feeling. I don't think Latang's coming back next year. Well. Um, they can't such, afford to no, bring they him can't back. I think that's the thing so that won't be able to afford out. him. Someone will pay him six million dollars a season. Oh yeah, someone will pay him. He'll have to take a it's hometown Colorado. discount. Yeah, probably. He'll have to take a hometown yeah. discount yeah. to stay in Pittsburgh. That's the only way to um, do. We have such a great defensive core coming up. Um, but I think, and the problem is, Latang was such a piece of our power play. It's hard to miss him next year, but. He also kind of stunk a lot that during the Boston series. He really played bad. Um, Paul Martin, I think they Paul came Martin out. Paul Martin will not fill that void. He well, they also said he played with a significant injury. They said everybody. Um, ugh, yeah, and, and, I hate that. Oh, Crosby oh, had a broken foot go. back in the 2008. Oh, I was like that. I was missing an eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just uh, <laughs> they're just bringing all these excuses out, and uh, I mean they'll be favorites next year again. Of course. Um, you know, as Shiro, Shiro said. Flurry is a 40-win goaltender during the season. They just have to correct him and how to play in the playoffs. But then part of the problem was it wasn't him all the time in the playoffs. Yeah, He did have bad goals, but the defense didn't play well either. 
I think it, I mean if we could get Scuderi come back. I mean when they had when Hal Gill was a uh, free agent, I think last year, yep. people were begging him to come back just because he was a tall physical presence to be back on that line. Are you saying Mark Eaton is not the answer to this? He was filling out his retirement papers before Pittsburgh said, hey, do you want to play? (laughs) There you have Um, it. (laughs) Hey, they played well with him. He was a great fit, but then he didn't play all the time during the playoffs. We need someone more. Like, we got Murray. I like Murray pickup. He was a big, strong, you know, they people were calling him the refrigerator out there. You ran into him. You fell back down. All right. Well, we're going to try to wrap this thing up here. We're no, I'm not done. Oh, you're We're not gonna done. We're going to keep going. Oh, you're going to keep going. Uh, well, the dog is in the house, and uh, <laughs> we are in the middle of game two in the Stanley Cup Finals, but uh, we're going to truck on here as that one's just back underway. But uh, uh, go ahead, Shrimps. What did you have to finish out on that thought? Nothing. You said you weren't done. <laughs> oh. No, we're not done with this podcast. Oh, we're There's not still done things with this to podcast. talk about. Well, yeah, of course there are. You know, uh, we, we still got to talk about the, the series at hand and, you know, uh, who do we think is going to win it? And also, we're not going to go into the fact that they just did the NHL awards yesterday before today. Half and then of them. Half of them yesterday, half of them today. And everybody accepted them on the phone. We'll, we'll talk about that later in a different podcast. That was just absolutely absurd. I was actually upset and throwing things at the TV. I didn't need a new t- I, I may need a new, uh, need a new TV. Boy, it's always a good excuse. Yeah, exactly. Boy, the bourbon's hitting here. Okay, yeah, it is. Uh, so quickly, we're gonna we're gonna try to round things out here. Can we do that, sir? Because the, the ladies out in the living room are getting a little anxious. <laughs> uh, she did bring my wig, and I think that's a sign to get the heck out here. So, um, all right, Pittsburgh. What do they got to change for next year to make it happen? I mean, obviously, it's not gonna be coaching, and it's not gonna be goaltending. And your restricted and unrestricted free agency. Well, you kind of know what's coming. It's Brendan Morrow and Jerome McGinley at the top. And then uh, do you really want to keep Cookie? Pascal Dupuy you might want to keep. Craig Adams? Uh, Craig Adams is a playoff person, but not during the year. So, I mean, someone might pick him up. But Aginla yeah. <laughs> said he wants to stay. He'll take. He'll probably take a pick if he wants he, to stay. He's going to have to. How cheap can you get Morrow? I don't, yeah, but nah. I don't think you – I mean, Morrow, Morrow did bring something to the table. But I think someone else can bring the same thing to oh, it. Someone younger, someone sure. cheaper. Former captain, though. I know, but we have yeah. cr- you have a cr- captain, and if again, let's say you have two captains. I mean, we need something that we need some people that, um, you know, the focus should be on defense. And it's sad to say, but yeah, it needs to be. Yeah, beginning the, during the Islander series, you know, they were outscoring them, so it wasn't a problem. Ottawa, they kind of just beat up. Yeah, but I, Boston. Yeah. I actually thought Ottawa was going to give you a harder time than they did. But, oh, I uh, thought so, too. Um, that's why I thought with them, you know, because they were second-best defense in the league, yep. that we would have a good chance with Boston, and I was pretty that's wrong. Carlson was not hurt, but, you know. Um, they, need, they, they really need to fix the focus and make it – they need to p- get back to basics, get the defense fixed, play better in front of Flurry. We have a new goaltending coach, uh, the goaltending coach or uh, advisor, however you want to phrase it, um, consultant. consultant, sorry, goaltender consultant, uh, is leaving, and if we can get someone new in there that can, that can get him, because Fleury's still young. I mean, yeah, twenty is not that young, but he's still a young goaltender. He can change some things. I have no idea who Gillies Maloch is, but he's stepping down, and uh, it looks like, yeah, he's whoever he was. He's not a goaltender that I've ever heard of. Who's who's replacing him? Uh, it doesn't say anything it's about that. They'll probably hire someone in the Austin. They got that, but that might be a focus for the for the owners to find a good goaltending consultant. 
to get him to that level. If not, I think Flurry's gone next year. All right. Because well, they just signed that uh, player from I forget he played in the Frozen uh, Four. Yeah, we, keep we talking talked about, about this the last time. Um, you know, we have him coming up. There's a couple of people in Wilkesbury that have been playing decent. Thomas Falcon. We do have Thomas next year again. And actually, they, the talk was if Flurry left this year, that Vokun would have been the number one next year. I don't think he can do a full season. Yeah. I think the short season helped him. He played well this year. Uh, the Boston series was not his fault. Um, you know, he played well. He did what he needed to do. The the offense did not. Um, the, the the coaching needs to change some ideas. I mean, they had Ginla on the opposite wing compared to the wing that he played the, his whole career. Yeah. Um, they did that during the Islanders series. They switched him back, and he did grow well. And then Ottawa, they switched him back to where he was. Yeah. I forget. Is he a left winger by? Yeah, sure. Kim was a right winger by. Yeah. By Hart. So they right. had him on the left wing then with yeah. Neil on the right. And the whole purpose of bringing him was him playing Crosby. And when he had those lines together, they scored points. Yeah. And they didn't. They put him back on Malkin. Uh, <laughs> I know. We're going to move on here in a second, but Eric Hartzell was the name of the goaltender. Yeah, he's he's up and coming. But All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the series at hand. We're going to move on to Dave. We're going to pass Dave the mic here. Yes, thank you. Thank you for giving me off the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, well, right. we, we have plenty of time to come back to the Pittsburgh Penguins in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, he, he was sweating it. Yeah, let's talk about some Toronto Maple Leafs hockey here with Dave Moran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do live two hours. I All did right. used to live two hours from Toronto. Yeah. Well, uh, get back over into the Stanley Cup if you want. We're going to finish out here on our overall thoughts, Dave. Uh, Chicago and Boston here in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Trems is always high on the depth of Boston, and uh, I, I kind of like the grit and the depth of Chicago, and I didn't really see them making it past L.A., and somehow they surprised the both of us. Chicago. Do you think they're going to pull this one out as a sweep? Because it looks like they they certainly have the muster to do it. At the rate we're going, sure. I, I could I see a sweep, yeah. But I mean, I don't want to I don't want to commit to a sweep just because anything can happen. I mean, Boston can sort of recapture the game right now. They're on their heels, and Chicago's getting it done. I mean, Boston is a strong team. They're a balanced team, and no one can argue that. Um, what's maybe keeping this from a little out is Rask's goaltending. He's been solid, you could say, all season long and definitely throughout the playoffs. He's gotten him through the uh, – he definitely uh, was a factor in their prior series. So, um, yeah, Chicago, I, I really think they will just full steam ahead, keep on churning. And, uh, I mean, I, at, at this rate, as it stands right now, Boston might squeak out a game or two, probably at home. But uh, it, it, the way things are going now, Chicago's just going to wrap it up. So any uh, surprises here in this series so far? I mean, I we talked earlier here that it was 3-1 Boston in that third period, and then all of a sudden Chicago just exploding out of nowhere and just surprising everybody, forcing a triple overtime game, the fifth, mm -hmm. lo fifth longest Stanley Cup overtime game uh, in history here. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, with the outcome of this game, right now it is one nothing Chicago. Uh, where do you think this one goes going into the second period here? Well, I think the deciding factor, I mean, if you look at game, if you game one, uh, Saad opened the scoring. Mm -hmm. And if I recall, he was on a line with um, Shaw and um, I'm forgetting who else is. Maybe Bickle? Bickle. I, I think Bickle was on yeah. that line, yeah. You know, Saad opened up the scoring and then Shaw wrapped it up. Yep. And uh, I think 
that line again. Um, from what we've seen, I think they've been they putting been putting a fair amount of pressure on, yep. just as you would get out of say Taze and Kane and, and Hosa. Uh, so I think that will be your your swing, your X factor, so to speak. If that line can produce uh, just a goal here and there, or even just consistent pressure. I think that'll be what the, what's the nail in the coffin for for Boston because they get all they yeah. can handle with with the uh, you know like I said Taze, uh, Kane and Hosa. So is Ray Emery finally going to get his name etched on the Stanley Cup? He didn't get one in Anaheim. Oh, he did get one in. No, I don't think he did. Are you sure? Uh, Jiggy was the goalie then. I don't know if Ray Emery was backing him up. I think he was with Ottawa at the time. Are you sure? I, I think you're getting sure. confused with the Golden Gloves he won. Ah. Uh, make me look things up well um yeah do you really think we're gonna see emory at all i mean is crawford just gonna hold his own because that was all it was the other night was a goaltending battle everybody on twitter was just lighting it up saying oh my god tuka rasko he should get the mvp consmith yada yada but then he just kind of imploded it it, it was all high glove side as rob spoke to earlier I mean, is tuka rask really that great in the stanley cup finals is he is he really I mean, at that level. I mean, Corey Crawford isn't even tested to this level yet. These are two goaltenders that are new to the Stanley Cup final dance. You've got a short body of work to look at, though. Yeah. You know, you really can't say for sure. I mean, they're both young. I don't know how, how really old Crawford is, but as far as I know, he's a younger goaltender. And only being, you know, two games in now in the Cup finals, you really hard to determine what their, what their caliber is at this point because it's too early for me. I don't know if maybe you think it's different, but if if I'm if, if about uh, Emory, by the way, if any, what's that? I'm correct about Emory. If any, <laughs> <laughs> he was on Ottawa. Sidebar. Um, <laughs> if anything, though, I mean, these goalies have nothing to go in any direction but up from here. True. Rask and Crawford, both youngsters. Did um, it wasn't Crawford who got the last cup. It was Niemi who got the cup and they yep. got traded away. Yep. So this is Crawford's first cup. This is. Rask's first time playing. I don't think he got a. I don't think he got a shot with them a couple of years ago. I think Thomas took them all the way through. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure these guys are both amateurs when it comes to that. When, when it comes to that playing field, look who's already out. Right. Quick is already out. He has already had cup experience. Flurry has already had cup experience. Yeah. Um, Chicago doesn't have depth at, at the goaltending position anymore, so it's not like they can afford to trade away the, Crawford. No, they no. do. Yes. Ray Emery at number two is our is our next up and coming goaltender because he's not. Uh, he's washed out. Uh, no, actually, Chicago just signed a guy this past week oh, from I, Finland. I'm a little huge slow prospect. Wire. Huge, huge, huge prospect. Okay. Um, like Crawford's not going anywhere. We know that. Is he's, it as huge of a prospect still. as Toronto made Gustafson to look to be? No, this <laughs> is quiet. But you this can't say prospect is actually necessarily depth. That's true. He's well. As as of right now, he's going to be in their system somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. But let's call him anti Niemi quiet. Okay. Uh, nobody okay. knew about Niemi until he actually won the cup. This guy is going to be of similar caliber. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Tuomo something. Uh, anti and no anti retina or, or something like that. <laughs> retina. I, I I I kid you <laughs> not. That's retina, what his name's going to be. Um. Um. It's it's they're they're gonna be fine. Crawford, as much as I don't believe he's a a cup caliber goaltender, he'll get one this year. I'm I'm not. So then, Shrimps, let me ask you, what was it do you think that right. got them to this point? Uh, chemistry. what what what's what's Chicago's bread and butter? Offensive chemistry, defensive mm. chemistry as as yeah. well. I mean, they have what it takes. The roster is. It's it, it's a stud roster. Mm-hmm. It is, and and it's not going to be. You you have that 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 
Kane Taves combo, much like Zetterberg Datsu. Yeah, but you got Pat Sharp there too. You, you have Sharp oh, there too. I forgot about you Sharp. got Hosa oh, yeah. too. You got Hosa, a couple yeah. of young guys in there. But their third line is the one that's putting the that's, you know the that's biscuit in the saying. basket. That's, that's the just X factor. That's, that's, that's third the killer. Line. Yep. And, that's, and that's what's going to win you a cup. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. if your if your top two lines can't get it done, and your third line is scoring all the points and winning those games, you're unstoppable. That mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 as plain as that. Anti Rotna. Rodna, that's Rodna. right. Rodna. He's so, he's yeah. he he was highly touted. Um, I did a little research oh, on Ranta. Him. Ranta, I'm sorry. Ranta, 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 Ranta. So I mean, he's he is anti Niemi. He okay. is that good goaltender that if you put him on a good team, he's going to play well, and he's on a good team. Well, if Crawford wins, so then the let's, cup, let's go on. a step globally. <laughs> the Who before, before we do another. Who scored? Nobody's. <laughs> oh, somebody <laughs> scored a goal, and we all got to do uh, it. Boston Before uh, right. uh, yeah. let let me let we'll me let's play devil's advocate and let's dig a little further with that. So Niemi is now with San Jose. San Jose has been a perennial playoff yeah, contender for yeah. for uh, you know a number yeah. of years. So now they the have a good goaltender. They do have they do have some scoring. I really can't right. speak to their defense. So what is yeah. San Jose's problem? Why can't they make it to the next level? I think you've already said it. It's defense, coaching, and coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is. Uh, what's his face? McClellan, uh, or not, yeah, he's 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 a solid coach. I mean, he's, but the thing is, he doesn't know how to push his team to the next level. I mean, he's got solid offensive players. Uh, the talent there is just great. I mean, you can name some players that uh, Patrick Marlowe, Pavelski, Marlowe. Yeah, everybody's there. You can go down the list with these guys, but then when you think about it, it's like all right, defense and the, the goaltending. They've been really kind of hanging on to Niemi, thinking he's like you know the savior. He's, and he's, even before that, he can walk on water. And Nabokov was their big thing, but those were more towards the days when um, Ron Wilson was there. And I, Wilson's a good coach. He's a good coach, but he, I don't Gonna think he's an Wilson. East Coast kind of guy. So that's when you know, obviously Toronto firing him was, spoke volumes about that. And he also brought over Vesa Toscala from San Jose, and that experiment absolutely sucked. Mm-hmm. So now, what so do you do? McClellan's over there now. Niami's still in that. They brought him over from Chicago, thinking that he was the final piece of that puzzle. Their defense, yeah, yeah, sure. Dan Boyle's going to take you how far now? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, is it Dan Boyle? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it's Dan Boyle. Thinking, yeah. Brent Rangers. Burns is jumping up into offense, though. He's playing left wing now right. and his def- as well as defense. It's You don't have consistency on the blue line, and it's not helping the cause. So the D is the question mark the is D what you're saying. So now let's throw it coach? back. Yeah. Let's throw it back now. So there is a problem with San Jose. They, their question mark is their defense. So now, again, I know it's early on, but you could say that Chicago's question mark is their goaltending. Right. We can agree on that. So now, how is it they have one component that is, we'll say, weak, for lack of a better term? How is it that they can move on, yet San Jose... They got Taves and Kane. Does not. Well, here's here's the deal. When when Antti Niemi was there, he was not a, a Vesna caliber goaltender. No, he he was a good goaltender yeah. mm-hmm. playing in a great system. Yeah. Crawford is a good goaltender playing in a great system. Yeah. And you that was at the beginning of the, the Joel Quenville system. That was like, what, two years deep into it. I mean, it wasn't very long into it either. It's 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 a matter of, of what you have up front. If, and it's the same thing in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh is starting to get exposed. Yeah. You have great offense, but your goaltending is not what yeah. it, it, it should be. And if you want a well-rounded team, you have to go out and get good goaltending. So then couldn't you say it's the system in Pittsburgh? And when the system come from the coach, then isn't the problem starting with the coach? Well, because you know Michelle Therrien, I thought was a great coach that fit for Pittsburgh, and now look what he did in Montreal. Mm. Montreal, they went from fifteenth 
all the way through until what? What did they finish at six? I mean, they did a fantastic job of coming back, and it was they made a coaching change, and also the GM change too with Bergvin or Bergvin. I can't even pronounce his name correctly right now. Uh, it must be the beverages I've been drinking this evening. But I mean, he was nominated for GM of the year. So that GM and coach tandem may be the puzzle pieces that you need to put together to put together the right team. Montreal, they didn't change much in their roster. No. I mean, for crying out loud, they got rid of Eric Cole and they brought back Michael Ryder. I mean, I don't like either player. Exactly. So those were not what you absolutely <laughs> needed to make the playoffs. Granted, it was a 48-game season. That's the only asterisk I'm going to put on everything we've talked about in all of these podcasts is it's a 48-game season. But – how deep can you go in just 48 games you, versus 82? I, uh, go I'm, I'm going to interject real quick and I'll stop. If you take what we have now, we should Bruins, yeah. Bruins, Blackhawks, if you add in the rest of the season, you'll still see these two teams in the exactly. playoffs. Yes. It's not like yes. it's yes. Islanders, Coyotes here. It's <laughs> not like this, some some bizarro, completely off the hook yeah. um, Stanley Cup final. Boy, those you Blue have Jackets two, really had a chance. You had two teams here that are are more than capable of carrying yeah. themselves in a full season as opposed to a half season. Okay. All right. Well said. Well said. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. It's it's you know you can't really say the. The product is any different than than what you're getting if it was a full season. So okay, yeah. Well, then again, you know, we saw what LA did last year and had a last second comeback, and then all of a sudden win the cup. But I mean, those are those historic somebody, flukes. That somebody opportunities are opportunities. Whether you capitalize yeah. them or not is somebody is, in here predicted you know. LA to win the cup in yeah, July. Yeah, yeah, and you got some money for it. Can't remember who. Somebody in this room. I can't we already remember. said it. Oh, all apparently right. I'm richer. I didn't know. Oh. Thank you. Congrats. Check under your bed. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to cut it off here. we got plenty of hockey to watch here tonight, and we also have some other festivities to get to. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And uh, Rob and Phil have left the room. If you couldn't tell that those, those were their voices, I didn't properly introduce them, by the way. But if you could, if you were listening to the last podcast, you, know, <laughs> you knew who they were. But Dave Moran, thank you. Brian Schrems, as always, my partner here. Have a good night, everybody, and enjoy Game 2 and Game 3 and 4. We'll catch up real soon. Don't stop believing.